recording my sound. I am recording my sound. Ah, <laughs> uh, how are you? I am alright. I am sitting on a bed wearing nothing but my underpants. Um, I am um, basically counting my insect bites. Oh, that's been uh, that's been happening here at home as well. Yes, I heard the news that you have a new kind of lice or something. Is it a new kind? No, li- a new kind of fly. Yeah. That's a lice fly. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I just see it's basically what people are repeating yeah. on uh, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are just going outside and getting bitten alive. I just call it the rest of the world. Yeah, it's the rest of the world, and this is uh, the end of times. Global warming it is, is. Uh, is making it bearable for insects to live in Iceland, which was one of the uh, no good things about Iceland. No insects. No, nothing that can bite you. So what's yeah. next? Snakes? Yeah, well, snakes are cool, though. Insects are not that cool. How are snakes cool? I don't know, they're sleek, sleek motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I <can laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind the snakes. They cool. <laughs> as long as they ain't on my plane. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, if, as long as they ain't on my motherfucking plane. Yeah. Um, well, you'd have to keep it in a snake cage. A snake cage? Uh, oh, like a guitar bag, a guitar case. Oh, right. Okay, 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 okay. All right, I'm with you. When you were saying cage, I was like, oh, please tell me about this wire cage you're going to keep snakes in. I think maybe, like, uh, we should have uh, snakes on a plane, too, with Nicolas Cage in it, and then it's snake cage. Oh man, that's uh, it is. I have missed you, Hale. Snakes on a cage. Snakes on a cage. Because apparently Samuel Jackson, he he said yes to the script Snakes on a Plane just when he saw the title. Uh, and so, like, Snakes in a Cage, that's just a movie that's snakes, and Nicolas Cage is also in the movie. And that's, that's the, <laughs> that's the pitch. Snakes in a Cage. <laughs> snakes in a Cage. In a Cage. Can you think of a title to a film that would make you just go, yep, I'm doing it? Um, yeah, well, that's a good question. Um, Okay. Buffet and nudity. Ooh. <laughs> Nude buffet. Nude buffet. <laughs> well, there's already naked lunch. Yeah, well, yes, that's true. There's naked lunch, but that film didn't have any nudity and not nearly enough lunch. No, it was very, it was very surreal. So here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, if, he, if Samuel Jackson said just yes uh, to the title, like he saw the script, Snakes on a Plane, oh, yes, I'm going to do this one. Uh... What if it was like a, like a naked lunch thing? So what if it was just a really poetic title to a really surreal movie? Then, then Samuel Jackson would have, well, oh, I'm doing this now. <laughs> but I think it's a win-win. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's, if it's a really poetic uh, piece, then he ends up doing a, a great film that might get him like an Oscar nod. Yeah, or like a, like a can. It would be more like a can. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can or like the Berlin Nall or something. Or a cult class, future cult classic. Yeah, yeah, like a, a snakes on a plane. A snakes a on a plane. 
about a man who lives upside down inside the house built of violence. And all he wants is to see his daughter one more time mm -hmm. before he passes on to the next world. And at the end, <laughs> he realizes he is God. Yeah, but the next world is also, that's a whole other plane, only with snakes. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a cargo plane. No, just a plane, like a plane as in plane. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, oh, I get you. Oh, like an yeah. open plane. Yeah. Oh, how many more times can we say plane? Uh, I don't know. I think if you say plane too many times, it will just get very plain. Yeah, really plain. I mean, you, I don't want to have to explain. That's the the that's the airplane that the X Men um, fly on. The X, X plane. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it also it has artificial intelligence that is a very it's a, like as a mansplaining personality. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you went there. You uh -oh. took. I was, I was gonna do the mansplain, but it's fine. It's fine. Oh, sorry. But hey, what's what's Berlin like? It is hot as hell, but I've gotten used to it. I'm sweaty every day. I didn't know such. Amount of water could come out of you that's not from your pee hole. But is it's it's no like different to every other time you've been there. Well, I'm not usually here in the high summer. Is it high summer now? I would say it's almost July. Right. So I would say it's yeah it's it's a, it's a very it's a, I don't know if it's high high summer, mm. uh, but uh, it is. Uh, it is, but it's just, it's really hot, and I come here usually during the fall or something like that. Mm-hmm. it's easier to go around, but it's fun. I saw in the news it was, it was warm enough for Angela Merkel to have standing up convulsions yesterday. Oh, I did not hear about that. Yeah, she was at some ceremony with the Ukrainian guy who's now the president and used to be a comedian. Uh, yeah. And uh, she's there's video. She's just standing next to him, being very Angela Merkel, like she is almost having a seizure, but refuses to move. So she's uh, because of the heat. She's having a seizure. Uh, apparently, she was dehydrated. That's what she says. And That's what she says. In true in true Merkel fashion, she did a press conference and said, "I've had three glasses of water and I am feeling much better." Okay, cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> hydration is the bomb. It is. And I guess on that note, I'm Australian. And I'm Icelandic. And together we are... Australia! Australia. We, we are in sync. We are in sync. We are in sync and we never sync this old Yeah, it was totally in sync. It was, it was. I don't think there is a delay, is there? No, well, it's a delay in my phone. In my phone, yeah. In your telephone. Yeah. I'm spanking myself right now. It's okay, because I think I can hear your clicks in my... Uh, little sound things that are recording, so that'll 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 work fine. But hey, we haven't seen each other in like what three weeks, four weeks? 
Yeah, I would say like three or four weeks. We haven't seen each other since Eurovision or what? Really? Pretty Is that much. The last time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it was Eurovision. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm working on an Israeli bit in my comedy. It's getting really good laughs. Really? Do you want mm-hmm. to dish any part of it or? No, it's very. It's it's such a. It's kind of the punchline. I mean, the whole. The whole bringing it up is so, uh, it's kind of surprising. So yeah, and I'm still working on it, but it's it's. I think it's gonna be good. It's my it's my political thing. I've never been so political. Oh, I uh, I I managed to um, uh, link Game of Thrones to Nazis in my oh. new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I I'm sure you can do that. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, no, it's, uh, so you, you're working on your new show. Yeah, I am. Um, uh, I, yeah, because we're doing, uh, we're both doing uh, French, regular mm. French, right? Mm. Yes, we uh, are. And uh, I am yeah, trying to do as much stage time as I can to uh, develop jokes. I gotta say it's hard because you get like 10 minutes at the most here. Yep. Uh, seven minutes sometimes, like seven to ten. Uh, I'm headlining most of the time when I go out doing this, but then it's just ten. Back in Iceland, they, uh, you know, we, we there are no laws. Iceland is dead wood. Yeah, no laws it's just the wild west. I mean, headlining here is, you know, twenty minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. I mean, if you're doing well, you just can. The nobody will scream at you for being. Uh, too long on so stage. So headlining in Berlin is ten minutes. Uh, <clears throat> yes, it's headline. Yeah, in in a in a, in a like a typical open mic. Uh, but I can I can basically secure uh, one or two open mics every night. Oh wow! But it, be, but it being so hot now, I I feel like oh I'm just gonna take the day off now. Mm-hmm. So I've been taking it a little bit too easy. So I'm. I, the preparation that the, I was supposed to do on this trip, it's uh, it will not be uh, on full capacity, if that is a saying, how you say it. Yeah, I uh, get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> I could correct you, but I don't feel like it. Uh, uh, and, uh, so... Yes, so I will be coming home on the twenty fifth, mm-hmm. Tuesday next week, and mm-hmm. uh, then I'll then I'll just have to really step on it. I don't know when does Fringe start officially? Like twenty ninth? It starts on the first, um, yeah. but there is on the twenty ninth is the opening party. Yeah, and then the thirtieth is like a pitch night, so it's where all the acts in. I think they meet at Chapnabil. Yeah. And everyone gets two minutes with the audience to sell their show. All right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, well, I have to, like, I think I'll just try to uh, to squeeze myself onto, like, Secret Seller States a few times when I'm home as well. That's what I have been doing. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, in fact, this evening, Snowlug and I are going to both do the Secret Seller. Yeah, yeah. Secret Sellers gotten kind of a good momentum now. Yeah, it's really going off. I did it on um, on Saturday, and it was it's it, they ran a tight show. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, 
and uh, and uh, they have like this whole new rule while uh, that uh, once the show starts uh, people can't come in and they don't let them on in when and uh, when this all the seats are full so there's no like of none of that standing bullshit and none of that people uh walking in and out during the show so yeah. it's become like a, it's a, it's a, yeah it's a, it's a, it's uh it's tight ship i can we can this is not sponsored by them but we can plug it if you're yeah, in, yeah. if you're in Reykjavik come down to the secret cellar it is the first dedicated comedy club in Icelandic history and it is a tight ship is it the same tight ship i think so mm. i think so but i've lived away from the english language so long i don't know anymore <laughs> i don't <laughs> Like sometimes, you know, obviously, because Frenchie will sometimes mix up metaphors and I'll say, that's not the right way of saying that. And then he'll go, well, what is the right way? And then sometimes my answer is, I don't remember. No, uh, I'm, I'm bad, bad at, at talking. talking. Uh, I'm, I've been listening to uh, my uh, one, my other podcast, uh, Slegde, the Bapa Slegde podcast, which is in a Icelandic. And... Uh, Listening to myself speak, I speak very bad Icelandic as well. Did you always, though? Did I what? Did you always speak bad Icelandic? I don't, I don't know. I do not know. Maybe I've gotten worse. Maybe, uh, well, I didn't speak as much in my younger days. Mm-hmm. But then later came my stand-up years and my podcast years, and then suddenly I'm speaking a lot. That's, this is not something that people expected from me when I was a child. I did not speak. <laughs> but the, the reason I ask is because the other day I was having a chat with a friend who lives here in Iceland who will remain, remain nameless, and uh, we were having that old joke about how when you're foreign and you try to speak Icelandic, they never understand you because they're not used to hearing... Icelandic spoken with an accent. Yeah. And then I went on to further the joke about that time when I was sure a barista or a, a coffee girl at Teo Cafe was trying to test me. Um, and we were sharing stories about the times when you do get it perfect, but they throw in something. They throw in a curveball. And, uh, yeah. and he's, <laughs> he's lived here because it's not good enough. He's lived here for 20 years. And he said something, uh, which I really found funny. Um, he said, uh, in the 20 years I've been here, I've come... Now, this is why I'm not going to name him. He said, I've come to realize something. It's not that they don't understand you. It's just that they're stupid. Um, <laughs> and what his argument was is that so many... Um, uh, not everyone, but so many people, especially outside of the 101 area, might not necessarily get to speak to someone in English all the time. And then um, suddenly there, he was like saying that there's sometimes this mentality, especially with older people, when uh, a foreigner is speaking Icelandic to you, they suddenly start using phrases no one has used forever because they want to seem like they're smart. All right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, so Icelanders try to seem like they're smart when they meet foreigners, uh, but it backfires and they look stupid and well, sound maybe... stupid. <laughs> well, I think maybe it backfires because what they should be doing is just being as stupid as everyone else is. 
Yes. Because yes. we're all Don't stupid. Yes, the, uh, the, yes, we are all stupid. The lesson here is that we are all stupid, but the ones who are trying to look smart, they are the stupidest. They are the stupider ones. The stupider ones. <laughs> they are even more stupider. Speaking of stupid, you told me the other day you did something embarrassing. Oh, I had an interesting embarrassment of the week, yes. Go yes, on. Finally, finally. It's time for... for the embarrassment <laughs> so, okay, yep. here's my story. Okay. I have been living here in, uh, in, uh, in Berlin for uh, now two weeks, a little bit more even. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I have uh, taken a lover. Uh, oh. A, a bad fellow. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, a bad follow from uh, from uh, old uh, olden times. I, I don't think an old flame, if you will. Well, here's. Can I just stop you there? Mm. I have discovered the term bedfellow never sits well with me because it makes. I mean, it makes it sound like you've now got a gay lover. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I will use it even more. <laughs> so. <laughs> What I'm trying to say that is that I am now have a gay lover and uh, <laughs> we will have to stop doing this Australia thing because, you know, the whole thing was, you know, the contrast. You've the thrown the gay. balance off. Well, you will have to find the vagina or else it's ruined. I can't do it. I just can't. I can't. <laughs> I was, it's, it's, no. It's vaginal sex or this podcast. No, you're, bringing, you're giving me a PTSD flashback. I'm like, there's like, nom, choppers are overhead. <laughs> They're all made of vaginas. Okay, okay. Now, I have taken a female lady lover mm-hmm. um, who was uh, uh, just uh, our old friend. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so, uh, so, uh, but I am uh, staying here uh, with uh, uh, other friends. Uh, staying actually with uh, three people who uh, live in this apartment with me, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I, I will uh, not name any. Uh, let's keep this all nameless. Yes, it's probably for the best. So I'm I'm living here with my old friend. Uh, just, uh, just find another name for uh, uh, old fra- friend, uh, the the Pharaoh of Choppers. Okay. <laughs> right. So so I'm living with my you know Pharaoh of Choppers. Oh, we lived we... the next last time we were in Berlin. Okay, I know the Pharaoh of Choppers. Yeah. All right. Yes, the Pharaoh of Choppers. He lives with. Uh, there's a couple who lives here as well. Okay. Uh, 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 a girl called uh, Bing Bong Boob Town. <laughs> and, uh, I remember her. Yeah, yeah and, and she and, and her boyfriend, uh, Hatchet Dream. Hatchet Dream. I'm, I'm fond of Hatchet Dream. Yeah, yeah, they're all great people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and so the Pharaoh Choppers and Bing Bong Book Town and Hatchet Dream <laughs> and little old Huli living in a, in, a, in a house. It's like a building. A 70s sitcom waiting yes. to happen. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, but I, I, I go out and uh, at the party with um, my, uh, my, my bad fellow, who, mm-hmm. who, who, whose name is Galaxy Squeeze Pop. Are you just looking at things in your room? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surrounded by galaxies and hatchets and bing-bong boop towns. Where are you? <laughs> 
So I'm at the Galaxy Squeeze Pops place. And I realize, okay, I have to... Uh, I wake up there in the morning and I uh, we have... Uh, uh, a bit of a pillow talk, and then I say, "Hey, I have to leave," and I and, and jump in my pants, throw all my clothes, and I go home. And it's like a it's a it's a fifty minute walk between uh, uh, Galaxy Squeeze Pops place and and the palace of uh, the the top choppers, the Pharaoh. Okay. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> and I take a shower when I go home. As you mm-hmm. do, because if you walk 10 minutes here, you will sweat. Yes. Uh, I take a shower, and when I come out of the shower, I look through my, my, uh, my, uh, my uh, what you call it, pile, pile of clothes. Mm-hmm. And I see there's a, a lady's uh, underwear in my pile <gasps> of clothes, uh, 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 underpants, a very pretty underpants. And uh, I go, what? what, did I take this with me from her? <clears throat> did, uh-huh. did, did you, but then, but then I would have felt it whenever you like, whenever you accidentally like have a sock in your pants, yeah. uh, pants leg, the leg pants, the pants. What's the? It's called skalm in Icelandic. What's it called? The leg pants. The pant, pant legs. Pant legs. That's the what pant you, legs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We have a whole. We have a whole world. <laughs> and it's also the same word as the old Icelandic word for war. So yeah, yeah. I don't oh. know where that is. Anyway, so, uh, uh, yeah, I was thinking, okay, I can't have, did I smuggle this in my skull? I would have felt it. Uh, but so I just, okay, this is probably Bing Bong Boop Town's pants. So I just, I just, they just threw, they just fell on my pile. So I just, so, kind of, I kicked them away. Okay. Kicked them away to, uh, in the corner of the bathroom. Okay. And I, I just put, then I take my clothes, put them on, and uh, a couple of days later, I'm just outside walking, uh, mind my own, and then I get a then I get a, a, a text message from Bing Bong Boop Town, yeah. who, who see uh, sending me and uh, the Pharaoh of Choppers mm. this message, and they say, "Do you know anything about this?" And she shows a photograph of uh, the underpants. Aha. Uh-huh. And she said, I found this in Hatchet Dream's laundry. <gasps> and how am I going to address this? How will I ask them about this? I'm going crazy over here, guys. <gasps> no. And Pharaoh of Choppers tried to make, tries to make a joke, says something like, hey, hey, well, it would look good on me. Maybe it's mine. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the, I could see him doing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then I say, wait a minute. I think uh, this might be the property of the of Galaxy Squeeze Pop. And so, uh, and, and Bing Bong Bob Town says, okay, really? Okay, can you ask her? But I, I am on it. So then I like sent sent <laughs> I sent the same picture to the Galaxy Squeeze Pop and say, "Hey, is this yours? This is yours, right?" And Galaxy says, "Yes." <laughs> What's it doing at your place? <laughs> oh no! And I'm like, well, apparently I accidentally smuggled your underpants. With me, to my place, 
but now it is uh, it is basically the reason for a possible uh, drama. So we have to we have to stop this. But I will I will let her know. So I go to another thread and I say, it's the property of Galaxy Squeeze Pop and uh, Bing Bong Boop Town goes like, phew. <laughs> well, I need a drink anyway. <laughs> oh, crisis all, averted! It was all very comical. Wow! But because originally I was going to say to you where I thought the story would go is that you accidentally wore Galaxy Squeeze Faces <laughs> underwear home and didn't realize. Wow, that would have been mm, yeah. I w- that's that's. I would have my like. I I am actually these days. I'm doing like this uh, experimental, not taking my ADHD medication. All right. And if I would have put uh, her underpants on and not noticed, I really need that medication. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess I, I guess I don't really know. It was also like it was like it was. Uh, or gotta say, it was kind of complicated underpants. It was kind of really like the design was delicate, almost, almost mathematical, you know. Right, right. A bit like an the, Ivanka Trump creation. Yeah, it was like science. There had been, been science put into those uh, uh, underpants, or it being, of course, the underpants of the galaxy. Yeah, I mean, if you get a, a, an updraft, it'll just carry you away or something. Or Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think uh, if you... If you rub it against the wall, put some electricity in it, it will, it will open a wormhole to another dimension. And it'll be fine because it can survive the vacuum of space. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Well, I don't think I've done well, it. It survived the inside of my pants. So. <laughs> oh, and your sweaty swamp ass pants all yeah. the way home. I hope you've washed them and returned them. Uh, oh, that's how they were discovered. From because oh, they had uh, been washed. Hatchet Dream accidentally washed them. He just he, he, it had kind of found its way into his pile. Right, right. And Big Bong Boob, Big Bong Boob Town, Boob Town was uh, was folding the oh, and it all comes out in the laundry, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but it's such a cliche, also. Like if you're gonna be a cheater. Uh, such a stupid way of being busted, right? Yeah, it really is. It really is. Oh, that's a good embarrassment. I don't, I don't think I've really done anything that embarrassing in the last couple of weeks. I've just had my, my head down and I've been doing my stuff. Although, I, it's not embarrassing. It's just weird. Um... Just before, so you know, we got we got back from the tour, and I did that show in Chernobyl. Um, well, I got back and I did it, and then they asked me to do another one a month later. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, it, it caused me to have. Oh no! Did you fall into a puddle? Did you hear like a a, 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 a Okay. You, did you hear a sound? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
Yeah, you want to know what that sound was? <laughs> the phone fell out of your hand? No. It was me. <laughs> what was it? It was me licking my uh, arms. <laughs> yeah, like my guns. Uh, why? <laughs> I, I wasn't thinking. I'm alone here. I'm almost naked. I'm very sweaty. And while you were talking, I was kind of like flexing my guns. And for some reason, because I saw that they were so sweaty, I, I decided just without thinking. This is something that, without any thought, this is the, this is the animal inside me. Yeah, this is yeah. the animal. I started licking my muscle, like this. Yeah. <laughs> and I have the I have the headphones on, so the microphone is just by, it's just between like my face and my gun. Right. <laughs> So that's what happened. That is, uh, it's quite special. It's, it, it just reminds me of, you know, if you've ever seen a, a child unattended. <laughs> I mean, we all did it when we were, I remember once I chopped my eyelashes off because I just wanted to see what would happen. Ooh, that sounds so scary though. What if you would chop off a bit of your eyelid. I know, right? And we just, we all have done, it's like kids who burn themselves because they just wanted to see if it was hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I once licked a tree because there were ants on it. I just wanted to eat some ants. <laughs> and, uh, and they, they the first, it was, the, uh, I was like, oh, I felt like they were spicy, but they weren't spicy. They were just literally biting my tongue. If you had grown up in Australia, you would be dead. Yeah, yeah. These were regular Swedish ants. Uh, and I, I just spit them out and I never licked the ant tree again. Oh. Well, what, what I was going to say... <laughs> what, before, before I interrupted you licking your guns... Um, <laughs> side note, I'm so happy you're uh, entertained by my conversation. Um, um, was that I had almost a panic attack before my own show. Okay, this is the show in Chernobyl? Yeah, the one that was on the 7th of June. I, I, about the week leading up to the show, I started getting these knots in my stomach because... Uh, well, I didn't know why. And then they kind of developed into the worst imposter syndrome I've ever experienced in my entire career. Yeah, it was, it was just like I... Because um, obviously in Iceland, the thing... We've talked about this. Everyone has to deal with this. Nobody buys tickets ahead of time. Uh, you know, and I, I just had this idea in my head that... I had only done a show a month before. Maybe it's too much. Maybe yeah. everyone has seen enough of me. Maybe no one's going to come to this one. And then a week before the show, it is still only sold like six tickets. And I was like, oh, my God. And that's the hard thing. Like in, in other countries, about, you know, five days before the show, you can just go, no one's bought tickets. We'll pull it. Mm-hmm. You know, but you can't do that in Iceland because you could sell t- six tickets and then 140 people show up. Yeah. Um, and there's just no way of knowing. And also it got to a point where I had just been on the tour with you and then did everything I could to market the previous show, which had a really great turnout. 
and I, I was like, kind of like, I don't have anything in me anymore. I don't know how to market my shows. I, I, I don't know how to post it, you know, and it just kept spiraling and spiraling and spiraling. And um, then, and also I had the incredible Atno Dali who was going to open for me um, mm. that night. And I was backstage. He came in, I said, hello, but to him, I haven't actually asked him about this. It must have seemed like I was on so much cocaine uh, when he got into the back area of the theater because I just did not stop talking. And well, okay, wow. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you guys don't know each other that well, so maybe he just thought you were... Uh, co- Always uh, like that. Because yeah. also I think every time I've ever seen him, I've been as part of a group of people at the Secret Cellar and I don't really say that much you know, to people I don't know that well. And But I was like... I was talking all the time because, and, and he, it was kind of like a savior because yeah. he had mentioned to me um, he'd never performed in a theater before and was like, oh, what, how is it different? And I was kind of like in my head, I'm so glad he asked a question for advice because this is what I know how to do. And I just talked at him probably yeah, for yeah, half yeah. an hour. Uh, and then when just until he was, and I, I felt bad about it because it, he had no time to, to go over his stuff. Um, because, yeah. <laughs> because I was just Liza Minnellying the crap out of him. He was my blue pills to make Mama love me. Um, I remember, like, uh, I, 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 yeah. I, I, now that I'm here in Berlin, I, I like on these open mics and and showcases all the time. And when other comedians talk to me before a show, I'm always sometimes sometimes wonder, oh, so you can just have a regular social. Uh, um, what you call it? Social interaction. Uh, interaction before a show because I have a hard time talking before a show. Even if I'm just gonna say something, I can do in my sleep. Yeah. I'm still kind of. Uh, and uh, I'm super introverted before a show. Yeah, and I mean, but some people like usually I can, and and you you don't usually see that. That's because I, I work with you so much that I know you need that silence. Um, so, you know, I, I think Snjölög and I and Bilge and everyone who's worked with you has, I've even told people before, I don't know if you know this, when, uh, foreign comedians have joined us, uh, I've even told them, no, don't talk to him. He doesn't want it. Um, (laughs) like, like they've watched you pace back and forth. Like, I think, I can't remember which city, but someone on the tour asked me, is he okay? And I was like, oh yeah, he's like this before the show. Um, uh, he'll be fine afterwards, but actually maybe like he needs 20 minutes after the show and then he'll be fine. Uh, if he's not too tired. Uh, Nice to know that you have my back there. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no. um, but it's also because a lot of the joke writing happens just before a show. I was like, oh, yeah, God, exactly. Add this thing in, and then I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm rearranging yep. the script in my head. It's yeah, 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 yeah. Talking. Yeah, but I I completely and I I had this. You know, you know that fear you get when you know you've got stuff. You know you've got enough material. I had more than enough material because I'd even written new stuff since the last show um, because I had this imposter syndrome fear that um, people wouldn't want to see it if I wasn't, you know, giving them 80% new things, and it still wasn't 80%, but... 
I know. think the, I think comedian imposter syndrome should be called clown syndrome. Yeah. Because it rhymes with down syndrome. <laughs> Except, you know, you, you would you, you're so desperate in that situation that you would kill for that extra chromosome. Um, it's true. <laughs> just anything. I just want an edge. Um, uh, but like I, I had this paralyzing fear that all of my worst nightmares, I have comedy nightmares where someone, I'm suddenly backstage and they're like, it's a full house and everyone's here to see you. And then I am about to walk out and I realize, oh my God, I forgot to write a show. Um, yeah. I, and it was that moment for me. I was like, I, I don't, what if I get out there and I don't know what to say? And that's, that's <laughs> I think, uh, I, th- I mean, this is the feeling which is slowly creeping up on me for yeah. my show. Yeah. And, and that's in, what, two weeks from two now? Two weeks, two weeks, yeah. <sighs> well, I do have, like, solid 20 minutes, and I do have some thoughts about things. Uh, and, yeah, so I'll have to try out some, like, absolutely... Some things I've absolutely never done, mm. but I would love if, like, I want I would love to do a, like a practice show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what what like Snowlog and I are doing in the next couple of weeks is just, you know, you get like a ten or twenty minute spot, and you just try out a section of your show. Yeah, that's what I have to. I have to I try to get twenty minutes at the cellar, uh, some uh, sometime in the next week. One thing I'm also doing. Because um, I, I, I actually had a good chat with Frenchie afterwards because he was like, how do you feel? And I was like, even though it was a great show, I just felt shit. Um, yeah. And I think it was just I have exhausted myself at plugging myself. Yeah. And so I have, I'm trying an experiment where I actually pay someone else to do it. Right. So I have, I have, uh, uh, you pl- pay someone to plug, do the plugging. To do the marketing, the social yeah. media marketing. So all yeah. I had to do, and, and it's, it's been good because all I've had to do was create funny videos myself. Yeah. Which I like. Mm-hmm. I just don't like having to put them everywhere and, yeah. and find the sentence that goes with it that doesn't, reek of the desperation of can somebody please buy a ticket ahead of time you know um i think what you've been doing so far i've been seeing it it's all very funny and it's all very you (gasps) thank you i did have you seen any of the green screen stuff yet no i have not oh my god i came up with this idea of um getting a really i found this old movie about the life of jesus from 1979 and i've used a green screen and put myself in it Wow. Yeah. And, and, but that stuff is coming out later. Um, but the, I, I'm actually having fun with that. I just think I was done marketing. And then, I mean, even two days ago, I said to Frenchie, I think after Fringe, I'm going to take a break from doing solo shows for a little bit. And he was like, but what about Pride? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I went, oh, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, August is coming up. I am, yeah, I'm going to be in the country a lot. I've come to do <clears throat> uh, 
uh, so try to go to uh, north of the country, be uh, in the valley, the, the Svarvadardalur. Is that where the lighthouse is? No, that's the valley uh, from where, whence I uh, come. The lighthouse is... Uh, yeah, I would also like to go to the lighthouse. I would go to try maybe the lighthouse in the valley, mm-hmm. the same trip. You should absolutely come to either one of those. I was yeah. also going to suggest that uh, next time I go to... Berlin, which will be next this fall, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to be there for more than a month, maybe two months, maybe three. Wow. Uh, and you should absolutely come and do, do a few weeks over here because you will kill it over here. Yeah, you think? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you think it will be good for my imposter syndrome? Yes, yeah. your clown syndrome. <laughs> my clown syndrome? <laughs> But uh, yeah, oh well, uh, that that could be good. That could be very good. I still would really love to do "Son of Yesterday." "Son of Yesterday," which yeah. is what? Uh, that's when we we do a night where you do my set from the tour and mm-hmm. I do yours. Yeah, because <laughs> I could. I bet you I could still lip sync it. You probably can. Yeah. <laughs> We should yeah. at least do like a yeah. We should at least do a a, a, a switcheroo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even yeah. just a one nighter. But yeah. um, I've also got news. Yeah. I've got exclusive news for Australia listeners because it's not official. Uh, it's not Facebook official, so anyone listening to Australia needs to keep it to themselves. But I have been asked. To be involved in the opening ceremony of Pride this year. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm. I've been um, asked to host. So, okay. So, uh, so the, the opening ceremony of mm. Pride, is that the parade? No, that's not the parade. The parade is always on the Saturday. Uh-huh. Um, but Because it's, it's actually a huge festival this year because I think it's like 20 years or 40 yeah. years since uh, some, no, 40 years, or 41 since some took in Yeah. Um, and it's 50 years since Stonewall. Uh, and they're, they're making it big, so it's a huge festival this year. So I'm, I'm going to be doing a show with Kimmy Taylor at, I uh, can't remember. Um, <laughs> I think it's Chattanooga, I'm not sure. Um, yeah. But, uh, uh, they've asked me if I would be interested in uh, being one of the co-hosts for the evening. That's uh, wonderful. Yeah. Well, think... you're going to kick that out. You're going to hit that out of the park. Yeah, and they usually they have a big... I mean, it was huge last year. You should come to it if you're here. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, on the second weekend in uh, August. In, it's just after Rape Fest, yeah. Yeah, okay, Rape Fest is the first weekend, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's a diddle-dee, a diddle-doom, a diddle-dee. Yeah, I, I, might, I might be in the north of the country, but I will try to be Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, I mean, you know, everything I said about how the gays never want me uh, in this podcast, it's, they do now. Yes, they do now. They do now. So, um, see ya. Uh... I'm with the gays now. Bye, Hule. 
Ja, um, oh, jag faktiskt. <laughs> jag thought you were doing a little bit where you're talking to the musician Sia. No, 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 no. Sia, I'm with the gays now. Now, may, may I now dance in your video? No, it's 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 Tete now, isn't it? She's our new queen, apparently. Oh, Tete is the new queen of the gays. Oh yeah, have you not seen Twitter today? No, uh, well, <gasps> not your Twitter. Well, she she released a music video for a song called "You Need to Calm Down," uh, which has basically every gay celebrity in the world in it, uh, and it also has Katy Perry because remember they had that long-standing feud. So they're now uh, friends. They're friends again. It involves her Katy Perry as a hamburger and her as as fries at the end, hugging. Um, oh, nice. But That's it's nice. It's been incredibly divisive. The video. Yeah. So it's divisive. Are some people saying maybe they're no like riding the gay train? Yeah. the the whole The whole thing is some people are like, yeah, it's great, it's nice that she's including people, and other people are saying, why uh, does a straight white cis woman have to decide that the LGBT narrative is all about her? Um, yeah. yeah. How about if like a straight white man would do it? <laughs> I'm kind of not kidding because that's not something that they do. <laughs> it's it usually isn't. just it's usually just female pop stars, but it's never like a Justin Timberlake never does it. I and I think I might get in trouble for saying this, but I think if a straight white cis man celebrity did it, then everyone would be okay. Well, because the message would be uh, because the whole homophobia thing has always been kind of. Uh, mainly as as assholes, you know, the straight yeah. white ma- straight white man, yeah, uh, straight man, straight cis man, and um, not necessarily white. Homophobia comes in all colors. It does all the colors <laughs> of the rainbow. <laughs> we should have a flag. <laughs> you, you do. <laughs> it's black and white. Um, yeah, yeah, straight pride thing. Oh, that's oh an old joke. my god! That's uh, it happened. I, I I remember straight pride being. A, oh, sorry. The uh, telephone is ringing. I have to stop. Oh, I lost you. Hello. Hello? 